and we are alive. Amen. We're just giving God praise and glory and honor, and we come before him with thanksgiving. We are so excited about a new day. Amen. Amen. We've got good news, and God is continually on the throne, and I tell you, he's, he's, he's an awesome, awesome God. And um, sometimes we just need to let loose and let go and let God, amen, because he does hold our hand and has nothing, nothing that we, we're facing that uh, the Lord does not know about, amen. <clears throat> you know, last week I had this message last week, and uh, God had spoken to Dr. Manley, and, and he brought a word of prophecy. He had a word of prophecy, so I learned that when God says that he has a word of prophecy for the house, I learned to, to step back. I learned to do that. And uh, God gave me this a couple of weeks ago, and, and I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, are you sure about this? And uh, he said, yes, Brenda, I'm sure. And I said, well, I want to make sure I'm right, Lord. I want to make sure that... I'm hearing, I'm hearing you, because <clears throat> never does anyone or do I like to stand at this place and um, be on their own, speak on their own. You've got to hear from the Lord, and I, I'm thankful. And this morning, we're going to talk about there's a brighter day. There's a brighter day. <clears throat> Uh, right, right before, well, right from waking up this morning, God gave me a scripture, and um, and I want to share it with you. And I'll probably say it again, and it's Proverbs twenty nine, chapter twenty nine, and verse number two. And I didn't give this to them to put up on the screen, but this is a scripture that the Lord gave me, um, and that scripture says that when when the righteous is in authority, the people rejoice. And then it says, uh, when the wicked um, barreth rule, that the people mourn. And we saw a lot of uh, rejoicing and celebration going on um, from the election. And we just think and praise God because oftentimes when I speak to people about anything, I always go to what the scripture says. I don't deal with what man say. I deal with what, what, what God says. <clears throat> Uh, a few months back, God did tell us here, and Dr. Manning was, was, was teaching, and he was uh, the portion he was on, it had to do with a transitioning of kings. And I was sitting on the back pew there where Brother Matthew is, and I heard the Lord say, and, I, and, I, I, and when, I, when I came up here, I spoke it to the congregation, that there would be a change in headship. And I said to the Lord, I, I said to the congregation, I'm not sure whether it be changing, talking about church-wise or political, but God did say that was going to be a change of headship. And, and, and I stand on what God says. And that's why when, I, when he gave me this word, in the midst of everything that's going on, um, when he said there's a brighter day, I said, God, are you sure I'm supposed to be telling the people this? with everything going on. But we want to go to the book of Acts, chapter number 16, um, and we're going to follow what the Holy Spirit, Spirit says. Acts, chapter number 16. Acts, chapter number 16. <clears throat> and we're going to start dealing with verse number 25 because many of us are, are going through situations and circumstances 
uh, in our life. The entire world is. The global world is. We, our nation and everybody therein, we're going through some things. But God says to tell his people there is a brighter day. There is a brighter day. Look at verse number 25 in Acts chapter number 16. Verse 25 says, And at midnight Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. If you note in verse 25, the key thing God had me to zero in on, he says, midnight. He says, now, we have to understand that midnight is the darkest part of the night. In our, in our own lives, midnight is the darkest part of things that we're going through. It's the darkest part. And midnight is also the deepest part of the night because one second, yeah, one second after midnight, it brings us into a brand new day. See, when we look at midnight, we look at it in a long frame of time. But when we really think about it, when it hits midnight, that very second past midnight brings in a brand new day. And also, uh, God reveals to me, he says now, midnight symbolizes the end of something and the anticipation of something, or it's a change, or it's the beginning of something new. So God is saying to, to, to the body, and he's saying to the world, and he's saying to the nation, you know, we, we have had, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. We have had our midnight but there is, there's coming, or there is a brighter day. Now, we have to understand about our midnight. Sometimes most of us don't like to go through midnight, right? Amen. I don't like to go through midnight. Because midnight is hard. Midnight is hard. It's, it's, it's difficult. But I learned through my midnight, and you'll learn through your midnights, things happen or God reveals some things about our midnight. Now, I want us to go to the book of Judges. Judges in the Old Testament, Judges chapter number 16. The book of Judges, chapter number 16. The book of Judges, chapter number 16. We're talking about the midnight. We're talking about that deepest, darkest part of our lives. And right, right after it, <laughs> right after that, seconds after it, it comes up brand new day. And there is a brighter day. Now, Judges chapter number 16 over there. Beginning at verse number 1, <clears throat> it says, Then went Samson to Gazar and saw there an harlot, and he went in unto her. Now, we have to understand now, we need to understand the meaning of these words. Now, the word Samson means sunlight. Now, Geza, it means it's a stronghold, it's a fortress, it's, a, it's something that keeps you in your midnight. Sometimes we don't want to let go of our midnight, amen? So, so sometimes we hold on to our midnight. But then he says, in, in, that, in that place, in that stronghold, there he sees an harlot. 
Now, God says, now, that harlot is a robber of your soul. It's your very moment of breakthrough. And we are at a point of breakthrough right now. You can expect a harlot. In other words, a robber of your soul to show up in your midnight. You, you can expect that. You can, you can look for that. Amen. Number two. And verse number two, it says, And it was told the Gazites, saying, Samson is come hither. And they come past him in and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city and were quiet all the night saying in the morning in your breakthrough when it is day that which is required we shall kill him you see that the the the, the, the that stronghold and, and those demonic forces within those strongholds they they lay waiting to make sure you didn't do not get through your breakthrough but breakthrough is coming Breakthrough is here, amen, and because there is a brighter day. Now watch what verse number 3 says, verse number 3. Verse number 3 in Judges chapter 16 says, And Samson lay still till midnight. And then the Bible says, And he arose at midnight. Watch what happens when, see, in your midnight you got to be still. Oh, because we move too much, and that gives the enemy uh, directions and what, what we're doing. But it says here now that, that Samson lay still in his midnight, and then he says he arose in his, at his midnight. He arose. You know, see, we got to learn to get up out of our midnight because God will speak right there in our midnight. And watch what happens in our midnight. It says, and he took the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts and went away with them, bar and all, and put them upon his shoulder and carried them up to the top of a hill that is before Hebron. Now, what is all that? What is that saying? God is saying, in your midnight, in your midnight is where you get your greatest strength. Your greatest strength comes from your midnight. If you, if you note the text, if you note the scripture, see, see Samson is there and, and he has this, this robber, this harlot of his soul. But as he's caught up in that situation, he gets a moment of clarity and he, he rises up out of his midnight. See, we have to learn how to rise up out of our midnight because, see, we, we, are, we are the strongest in our midnight. We just don't know it. Because he, he rises up and he takes the doors off and, and he shows the strength. He, he began to operate in supernatural power in his midnight. There's a brighter day. See, your, your midnight, it, it, it ain't over. <laughs> because God says there's a brighter day. Yeah, your, in your midnight, I don't care how long it is, remember God said there is a brighter day. I don't care how long you've been in it. I don't care what you've been through, what's happening with you. God says that your strength comes from your midnight. Your strength does not come when everything is going good. Your strength comes from when, when hard times hit. And that's, when you know what you, that's when you know what you really have is when the hard times hit. Can you still serve God when you're going through hard times? 
Can you still worship and praise the Lord and tell him all is well and, and believe God for everything and trust God in the midst of your midnight? Can you still say, God, I love you? I mean, I, I've seen people, you know, it's easy for us to say that we can do this and do that when we're going through our midnight. But I encountered some people that really was going through some struggles and had really gone through some midnights. I mean, from, 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 from situations where, you know, a loss of transportation and, and lights turn out and water turn out. I'm talking about right now. I'm not talking about way back 15, 20 years ago. I am talking about as of this week. Amen. But can you still praise God when you don't have no water, when you don't have no food? Can you still praise God in your midnight? I mean, it was amazing. God was blessing some people this week, and he was really blessing them. And just as soon as they got their blessings from the Lord, here come that harlot that wanted to rob them of the blessings of God. Next thing you know, there they are celebrating. And then what happens? Car tears up. But can you still praise God when things break down in your life? See, that determines what you really have or what your strength in your midnight. See, it's easy to say it, and it's a different, oh, I hear your Holy Spirit. It's a different thing to be able to walk it. Because, see, talk is cheap. Amen. We can say anything until it, it literally hits our door. What happens when they tell you that the bill that you have, it cost you several thousand of dollars to make for and repair? And you just got enough money to feed your family, to pay your, your rent note, to pay your car note. And here come our additional bill. Can you still praise God? Can we still glorify him? Can, can we still do that? Because see, oh, Holy Spirit. See, God, God, will, God will allow a tester to come in our life. Amen. Just like Job. 